The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment. Wrestling to the Max wishes you a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Wrestling to the Max in XT Review. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Wrestling of the Max's NXT review for December 13th, 2017. And of course, we are brought to you by W2Mnet.com, the place where you go find all your great wrestling podcasts and a lot more. And don't forget to go hit that subscribe button and make sure you also rate and review. Five stars is always a great rating. Please do it and give us a little bit more exposure. And hey, you get to tell a friend about it as well. And don't forget to also give some big love to FromWomanMania.com and LastWorldProWrestling.com. Both are great supporters of ours we appreciate everything they do for us and also one quick mention the w2m network is also there and if you would like to go subscribe rate and review over there that'll give you every single podcast that the w2mnet.com family has to offer so just a little peace of mind there for you guys i am gary vaughn and along with me is your host paul deezer hey Hey, Paul, I'm ready to talk some NXT, and just a precursor before we get into the show. Uh, I'm currently with my daughter right now and without my wife, so if anyone hears any background noise or the word daddy come out of nowhere, yes, that's what's going on. I, 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 provo- I basically apologize for the unprofessionalism if anything happens. Just to let you know right off the bat, I am so sorry. But I think I think it's going to work great. This is a fun show, and she's watching Peppa Pig. I think we're going to be safe at least for the next 30 to 45 minutes, Paul. <laughs> let's let's hope so. And if not, then uh, we'll have a special guest star, and that'll be equally great. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, so this week's episode of NXT actually aired on USA Network before the WWE Network as part of WWE Week over there on USA. So um, before we really dive into the episode... Uh, reportedly USA was very happy with the numbers they got with the show. Uh, got somewhere over 800,000 viewers, uh, which, which is pretty good for one week's notice and going on at six o'clock central. So, um, I mean, do, do you think if you had never watched NXT before, if you're one of these guys seeing like, Hey, NXT is actually going to be on TV this week and I've never seen it before. Let's check it out. Would you say this was a great episode for them to see? I don't uh, think it was a bad episode for sure. I think they gave you some interesting characters. I'm glad they gave you some of the the people that they had to offer, which the Authors of Pain are a big deal. Um, and of course, you know how much I'm a fan of Lo- Oni Lorcan and those guys, um, Blanche or uh, Blanche, excuse me, whatever his name is. I can't think right now. Uh, Birch, thank you. I'm thinking Blanchard. I'm thinking of all these other legends, but not the one guy that's actually wrestling, Birch. I like that. I I like the opening match because it's a match we've kind of, you know, really thought it could be good. And and so I think there were several things in the show to actually maybe get people to to tune in. I, I was actually thinking of this exact thing. If I'm a casual viewer, what do I think about it? And what I think about it right off the hand is, 
This is kind of cool. I, I don't have the same people I see every week on SmackDown and Raw. I think I got some interesting characters here to pay attention to. So I, I think they did a good job of presenting everyone in a, in a, a good light, if you ask me. I think, I, and whether they knew ahead of time this was the one that was going to air on USA or not, I, I don't really know. But I certainly do think they gave you a very interesting perspective, because I don't think NXT is this smash mouth, basically, every week. And what I mean is, I felt like things moved very quickly throughout the hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you don't, I, I would say maybe 70% of the time, that's not usually how NXT TV works. So I think this was something great to sort of try to hook you in uh, and keep you sort of glued to what's happening next, just because of how rapid fire sort of everything goes off. Yeah, no, not a lot of stalling, right? Like you said, all rapid fire. I'm trying to think in the back of my mind, was there any segments that they actually stopped? I know it was majority wrestling, you know? So mm-hmm. that's that's the big – you're right, exactly. That's the biggest positive thing. They kept things going, kept things interesting. Uh, and it doesn't also hurt to start the show off with the iconic duo. Uh, well, we get to the iconic duo later. But, uh, oh, is it later? I, yeah. What did they start the show off? We'll have to talk about that when we get into the breakdown. I thought they started off. My, my, my mind's going crazy. I actually watched the uh, it on the network late last night, just to let everybody know. So. I watched it on the network <laughs> earlier today, so it's a little fresher. Uh, yeah, I, I had a, probably another thing. I'm going to be very transparent with everyone. I had a big Christmas party, and I didn't get home till one one thirty in the morning, and decided that it would be a great idea right before I passed out to to watch this show. And, and trust me, I paid attention. I watched it, but the order of things in my mind aren't there. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, Forgettable just, once again. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. So. Yeah, let's get into it. I think I think you're right. I, I think it's really something we do need to focus on, though, is those numbers that USA did come out with. Because if this becomes a normal thing on the USA Network, we could be seeing some other things transpire within WB and the way that they may book NXT, mm-hmm. the way that things may actually happen when it comes to bringing people over to Raw and SmackDown. I think there's a lot of factors that will jump into place if this ever hits basically cable television i think it could be something totally different which it scares me because that could either be really bad or or, or good that's true there were some rumors uh going around that if they brought nxt up uh to usa for an hour that they would shave that they would take raw essentially back to two hours again which uh honest to god i might be willing to take that trade off <laughs> uh, yeah i i'm down paul like right now uh because how many times we and you both do raw every week for the w2mnet.com and that is the one show that i enjoy watching sometimes and sometimes it feels like it's a seven hour show yeah so yeah i would appreciate the shave off of an hour all right me too <laughs> but we gotta talk about nxt so we open uh, and I thought this was kind of smart. You get highlights of Almas winning the NXT title at War Games uh, back to the last TakeOver special. They talk about Drew McIntyre's injury and how that all led to the mini-tournament, which, of course, we will have one of those matches uh, main event tonight as each match in this tournament is seeing who will qualify for a four-corners match or a fatal four-way uh, to challenge for the NXT championship at uh, Philadelphia, which is the next TakeOver come Royal Rumble weekend. Uh, and then that brings us into our first match, which is your NXT champion, Andrade Cien Almas, uh, coming out first with Zelina Vega to take on Fabian Eichner. And this is a little north of two minutes. It is absolutely car crash style TV here as they waste zero time in getting into it. Almas hits a big drop kick at the start of the bell. 
suddenly we're cutting each other off, there's big dives, there's all sorts of insanity happening before uh, Vega distracts Eichner, Almas ends up slamming him into the steps and tosses him back into the ring, hits Hammerlock, DDT, 1-2-3. Almas gets a strong win against somebody who got to look super competitive in about the two minutes that this match took. And this is sort of what I mean. You have the setup for what NXT is going through right now, you immediately introduce your champion, and then you have him go toe-to-toe with somebody who uh, has looked really strong if you go back past NXT since he signed Fabian Eichner, and you get exactly what Almas is all about. He's got Zelina, she does the distraction, he puts him away, all this other great stuff. I, this was, I thought, a great way to start this off if you have never seen NXT before. I totally agree, and, and I had it mixed up, and I'm, I'm switching all these matches around, and, and I gave the iconic duo of the Open, which was completely wrong. I, I'll be honest with you, though. I, I think a lot of the stuff that happened on the show could have started the show, but you're right. Not a, a bad idea to have your champion come out, present himself, and have a solid match with a guy that is really unknown, even to the NXT fans, right? I mean, we still we, we know the guy a bit. We love his work, and as you saw in this match, I mean, my God, this guy is such a big talent. And for him to compete with a champion and really get the upper hand uh, quite a bit on the NXT champion, Cien Almas, I think it's a big deal. And then for Almas to win the way he did, it was almost like you, you, you didn't wanted to end this is really honestly uh not even nothing and all of a sudden they slam the brakes right exactly. that's that's exactly the well I, I don't think it's a problem but i think it's exactly what you need to have people say oh man i wanted to see more of this guy i wanted to see more wagner and, and seeing almost if these two guys actually got a chance to have a full you know 15 to 30 minute match that could be really great we could have a, a just this big extreme you know great you know, five-star match, if they really wanted to put one on, they could probably do it, just based on some of the sneak peeks that they gave you here. So I was really happy with it. I, I thought a great way to start the show. Eichner continues to impress us. Mm-hmm. I, the only knock I would give is it was just a all of a sudden stop. It was. Uh, and like I said, this opening and, and even the next couple of segments, I would say is really geared towards not only trying to hook you in very quickly with the sort of car crash style thing that we're we're talking about here but it's wetting your appetite it's uh wow it's wetting your appetite they want you to come back for more they want you to buy that network subscription uh and if you're watching this on usa i think they've already kind of given you um you know your first taste the first taste is free right gary um yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then after that we'll talk about payment uh uh uh, yeah no i mean you're right and and they definitely whetted my appetite and i watch nxt every week so there, there's a lot of positive things, and I, I think for the casual fan watching this, too, they see Eichner, and they think, oh, my God, this guy is just so much fun. I want to know more. I want to find out what else he's done, where he's from, those kind of things. And I think seeing almost also earned a little bit of that respect, too. I don't want to give him any disrespect here, either. So, yeah, good stuff. And I, I want to see these two guys have a full-fledged match. I, I don't want to see this short go at it. I want to see a longer match. I agree. I mean, I think the sooner we could start expanding on Fabian Eichner and trying to get him on TV more uh, is going to be great, even though he's already sort of carved himself out a nice little niche in the mid-card to whenever you see this guy show up, you know you're going to get something really fun. And Almas is, is just continuing to be great. Him and Vega are a wonderful pairing. Them as the headline act, I think, is really going to work out in the short term for him. 
uh, until we figure out just exactly where we're going with the uh, number one contendership here, which we'll talk about later. Yeah, and I agree. And really, one quick thing I just want to point out for off the bat. Eichner's awesome, love him to death, but uh, they've got to find a way to get this guy to stick out. I know he sticks out in the ring. Don't don't hate on that. But I think later on down the line, he's going to have to do some of those other things like, you know, be on the mic, present himself in a different fashion. And I, I can't judge because we haven't seen those things. But I just I worry because as we watch this show, there's a lot of ball-headed, talented wrestlers. Right. <laughs> and, 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 you know, we, you know, go on that whole, hey, create a superstar. That's, that's <laughs> kind of what becomes a lot of these guys because, you know, we I, I, I don't mean to be judgmental or anything, but there's a lot of bald guys. And when that's the case, there could be easy confusion, especially with new fans. So just want to throw that out there. Right. I, I think as far as how uh, we'll talk about more bald guys later, but at least this particular bald guy does something very different than what those two do, and that's fly around the ring. Uh, he's he's long. He's very tall, um, and Birch and, and Lorkin they're they're a little shorter, uh, and they very much like punching you in the face more than doing <laughs> what Eichner does. So. That's true. You're very very true. Good point. Touche. Uh, moving forward, uh, we have this very nice Alistair Black video package, uh, sort of getting you hyped to see this guy. Uh, we move on to uh, a Sanity promo talking about war games and hyping up all that and how. It was the beautiful vision they always thought it was going to be. They, Gary, however, have not left the battlefield yet because next week they are going to finish what they started as they challenge Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly um, to a tag team title match for the NXT Championships that they hold. Uh, and, of course, they do really great on the imagery here. They start zoomed in on all the staples that are in Mr. Wolf's head. They zoom out. He's got a neck brace on. Like, he... Certainly still carrying all the wounds from more games, and obviously seeing as he, uh, well, he, I mean, as much blood as he gave, it looked like a, a murder fest out there. But <laughs> Yeah, oof. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. They needed those kind of visuals, to especially explain the war that they're in right now. And, and I think that's a great thing, and I think for, once again, we're, we're, we're going to, this is the theme throughout the night, but I think for people that have never seen these guys, that's a, a big deal. Because if you think about Raw, SmackDown, they don't really focus in on a lot of the, the, the hardcore battle scars, anything like that. It's more pristine and all that. And for fans tuning in, they're like, oh, wow, this is very real. This is very in your face. And so I appreciated that. The, kind of the same way when you got the Alistair Black video package. I think all of it was kind of in your face. You kind of got a, the gist of what these people are about, and you want to know more. I, I think it's kind of cool, too, Paul. They back these two segments of the video package and this other uh, thing with Sanity back-to-back, which both of them are kind of darker groups, right? They, they, they have that dark feel to them, and I kind of like that. I kind of like that they kind of put them together. So I think it was a, a really good deal, and Sanity has me interested. I, I really want to find out this next chapter. Yeah, props to Nikki Cross, too, for running around like a maniac. Uh, <laughs> always appreciated. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we cut back to the ring. It's the Authors of Pain taking on Danny Birch and Oni Lorkin, uh, which the crowd and the commentary team seem to disagree on their team name. The crowd wants to call them ones and twos or, or one and two or one two or whatever. And uh, I think commentary called them like the – brawling brits or brits and brawlers or something like that it was very odd um i like the crowd's name better honestly ones and twos but 
Uh, this is barely over a minute. It is all punching each other in the face until the authors of pain had enough of that crap. Lorkin gets murdered with a rolling uh, Death Valley driver into the turnbuckles. Super Collider, last chapter on Oni, one, two, three. Authors of Pain get the strong win here against uh, two na- names that you, you can't exactly just throw away around NXT, at least. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, here's the thing. I'm a, you know, it's kind of funny. I'm going to say this, and then people are going to be like, well, you don't even know his name. Uh, but I, I love Oni Lorkin, and I love Birch. Both Danny Birch and him have this great chemistry. And I think later on, not right now, maybe, but later on, the, this tag team is going to do something special, I feel. I really do. I just I don't know what it is about those guys, but I really like them together. Mm-hmm. And for them to come out here and, you know, put up a show against the Authors of Pain, it's really cool. It didn't last long, but I, I for as much as I like them, I, I think it makes all the sense in the world for them not to overcome the Authors of Pain. Right. They get a little offense in, but... They just—they're not there yet, and not only that. This is the authors of pain. This is their time to shine, and they're still dominant. Uh, so, I, I think this is the way it needed to work. But yet, I—you know—you want to see more. I can't wait for the day when we do see Oni Lorcan and Birch both get in that ring and face off against the authors of pain and stand toe to toe with them for a length of time. So. That'll happen down the line. But right now, Bowser's a pain of the stars, and uh, they were really showcased very well here. You know, I think the way sort of the crowd is already attached to, to Birch and Lorkin, it already feels like they could be the next DIY, sort of, you know, the big baby face mm-hmm. tag team that everybody gets behind. Which I got no problem with that, uh, but the Authors of Pain sort of need to make sure that uh, everybody out there in TV land knows these guys are still killing it. They're still murdering everybody on the way to get those tag team titles back. Uh, so I, this, as I agree with you, this was certainly the right call, especially doing it this way. Mm-hmm. Uh, we next get a video package about the UK championship as we are hyping up the much awaited rematch of Pete Dunn taking on Tyler Bate next week for that very title. Uh, can it be next Wednesday yet? Is it? Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> Say, and this is the kind of matches they should have probably had on the USA network, uh, yeah. because Boy, that one is going to crush it. You already know it. And I am thrilled about it. I'm really excited about seeing what they do. But, I mean, it's not next Wednesday yet, Paul. So we'll have to hold our horses. Wait. Oh, yeah. Oh, I hate that, man. That's the worst thing. It's it's the biggest rib on the fans ever. You know, to me, this is sort of where I think the first taste is free thing comes in, right? Because they're giving you little peaks at all the big acts. They're giving you peaks. At sort of, you know, the, the crash TV action here. They're, like, they want you to watch this show weekly, which means, of course, you have to go by the network, which works out best for WWE. And while they're not overly beating you over the head with it, uh, and you spend, you know, maybe 10 seconds on the internet, uh, you'll know that people are way into Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate, and they're hoping, I guess, that this little tease here is going to get you to try to buy that network so you can see it. Uh, so we move on from there. We have Ember Moon taking on Peyton Royce, uh, who of course has Billy Kay and the, uh, apparently this wasn't shown on the USA network version show, which is very depressing. Uh, uh, Peyton Royce, uh, ends up falling to Ember Moon here after eating the eclipse. Good work on both part here. Uh, in the post-match you have Billy Kay come in and attack Ember Moon with her big boot. 
Peyton Royce, uh, they hit like this double team face buster on her, and then Nikki Cross comes in to make the save, uh, and then sort of goes crazy for a little bit as she stares down Ember Moon and then bails, so... Uh, maybe best they didn't show this because you have random Nikki Cross come in and start running around. I don't know what people are going to make of it. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, they, they may not make a lot of it at first because they just may think, oh, my God, who the heck is this? Uh, but, I mean, I, I think you're right. And, you know, I, you know I'll say this. I appreciate the match in general. I think Moon and Royce did a great job, you know, together. And that, that's not out of the ordinary, right? right. That's, that's kind of normal. And they have picked the right person to be in this match because you could have had Billy Kay or Roy, uh, Royce. But I think... The the situation really does round about about the fact that Moon looks strong coming out. She's the champ, and, and I think that's a really positive thing. They showcase her really in, in a great way, and then you have this whole brawl after. And I, I once again something else that I think is important because you know you 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 show that the iconic duo is not playing around. They're not just there to be scared or anything. They're going to get in your face. They're going to take the champion down if they can, and they they did. And it took crazy Nikki Cross coming out and just acting like a fool, um, which it, it may be something that a lot of fans buy into, uh, or maybe they're kind of like weirded out. I don't know. I, I think mostly NXT fans love it, like us. So I think this really worked out in a really great fashion. Like I said, I think this could have started the show just as like it could have ended the show. Um I, I really have no complaints against it. I, it doesn't hurt the storyline. It doesn't do anything but just good. Yeah, I agree. Uh, whether this leads to Moon and Cross teaming up to essentially knock off the iconic duo and then lead into their match as sort of the two biggest challengers to Asuka's title reign uh, while she was around or whether it ends up being a fatal four-way or however this shakes out, uh, I'm interested. I, I love all the people involved, so uh, it can yeah. be better from here. Oh, yeah, I totally agree. And, and you know, like I said, the, the iconic duo, they, they're something that's really special right now. And the... the pairing of moon and cross is such a weird pairing it is so odd but at the same point a yin and a yang sometimes ends up being a great combination and i think if they do this whole tag thing just you know to to get rid of the iconic duo uh, for at least the time being i think that's a, a gonna be a lot of fun and we've already kind of seen it right nikki cross has already kind of taken up for people which you didn't think that she would and so uh remember the ruby riot thing i think that was kind of you know Interesting. It wasn't anything that they really. I don't think they extremely paid that one off um, to the extent that I think they should have, from my from a personal point of view. Uh, but maybe they will with this Moon one. Maybe they'll they'll do more to that. But I, I think what's the cool about the Nikki Cross character is that there's that idea that nothing really does have to pay off. She just does what she wants, goes crazy, and then runs to the next thing. And maybe that's the whole point of the whole thing. So, and, and I'm okay with that if that's the way they want to go. Yeah, I, I agree. I think the best thing about Nikki Cross and really Sanity as a whole is that there's almost no real rules uh, that you really have to ascribe to with those guys just because, you know, they worship chaos. Chaos is, mm-hmm. even, you know, it's random. So, <laughs> yeah, it goes back to the Cartman thing. Whatever, whatever, do it a while. Exactly. So. <laughs> uh, we cut to a video package of the Street Profits out in front of Full Sail doing uh, this sort of street talk segment thing, uh, talking to fans, which is really fun. Uh, we get a video package of uh, the Undisputed Era, sort of their whole run on NXT so far, uh, especially focusing on Adam Colson as he's going to be in the main event. And then we get this nice Shayna Baszler video package 
uh, who is coming soon. You actually light up the silhouette this time, so you know who it is. And um, I guess before we get into our main event here, do you want to say anything about those video packages? Uh, yeah, just real quick on the Baszler thing. It's really cool that they were willing to go ahead and show us. <laughs> uh, I think that's great. I mean, it didn't take them long to do that, but I think that they had a lot of people already kind of reading into that. So uh, that's good. I mean, I'm glad that took place and i think it's exciting uh the street profits thing i'm kind of curious what you think about it overall yeah it's fun but well not the strongest effort i i really do like the street profits i think they do a great thing and they have a lot of fun but that was i don't know it was a little cheesy i I, it was not my favorite thing that the street profits have done you know i mean they're they're kind of a cheesy act if you ask me that they cater to a very specific sort of thing uh, I kind of like this, though, just because of how, you know, they came out and very quickly caught on with the NXT audience uh, and sort of putting them out there in that element with all the fans. I think it's just a great way to show for both first-time watchers and people who have watched just really how far they've come along with how much the crowd just enjoys being around them uh, and their, you know, silly, cheesy antics. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I just, you know, maybe... I. Once again, I watched this late at night. Maybe I wasn't in the mood to to be all thrilled about them playing around in the crowd. But I, it's okay. Like I don't hate it. I, I just I love their segments where they go out and, and they make jokes. They they kind of play off the characters that they are, and you know do those things that you know you would think that they would do. And I'm not saying every week they need to do a rap video or anything, but I think that they need to come out and, and really present themselves in a fashion that just really makes people want to see more and more and more. And I don't know how many times they can sit in front of kids and, and do this whole goofy thing for people to, oh, we love these guys because they talk to kids. So, Yeah, I mean, even that they're talking to the kids, like I think just the crowd around them reacting the way they were to everything they were doing was still okay. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's what you want. That's true. Yeah. Not, but once again, I'm not always a PG family yeah, guy. Thank right. you. Know, so. Very fair. <laughs> says the guy with kids and the guy I know, right? <laughs> disagreeing with him and has no kids <laughs> <laughs> that's a very prestigious you know as a guy that has kids you know I, I, you know watching Sophia the first right, and yeah. you know, all these other kids shows you, you need your blood and guts when you're away from the kids so yeah, I get you <laughs> uh, so our main event here Adam Cole takes on Aleister Black I really enjoyed this match. Uh, it's not necessarily super high quality as far as the crazy in-ring action that we got last week between Gargano and Ono. But I think Adam Cole does a wonderful job of really showing off his character and what he's all about. And on the flip side of that, I think you have Aleister Black just being his usual wonderful self. And it really adds up to, I think, just a really fun, really solidly worked match with Aleister Black absolutely annihilating Adam Cole with the Black Mass. And, uh, I mean, if if you're watching this for the first time, uh, let us know what you think of Aleister Black, because I imagine he had to be somewhat of a revelation with the amount of hard strikes he's throwing at Adam Cole's face. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And I'm sure there are several people out there, oh, no, you're going to, you know, unpretty the pretty, you know, kind of thing. Uh, but I, yeah, you're right. This was a really great matchup and I, you know, once again, it's, it's one of those matchups. Who do you want to win? I, I love Alistair Black. I'm always going to pick him most 
Definitely. Um, but yet, I mean, Adam Cole has been a guy that I've been waiting forever to see in the WB or at least in the NXT system. And so, you know, I kind of root for him, too, in a way. I, I want him to do very, very well. And um, I, I, I think that they both showcase themselves in a great fashion here. I don't think it really hurts for Adam Cole to lose, just like if... Alistair Black would have lost. It'd been a bummer, but I mean, I I, I would have understand and understood. Uh, so, what I got out of this match in general, uh, Alistair Black is still a killer, um, hasn't stopped. And the second thing is, I love, love, love Adam Cole doing all the taunts the entire time. <laughs> Adam Cole, baby, even though I think he did it three to four times. Uh, it, it worked. It showed his personality, showed what he was about. He got a chance to show his ring skills, uh, everything he can do athletically. I, I'm sold. I love both these guys, uh, but my boy Alistair continues on, and I'm really happy to see that. I really love the ending bit here, too, because Cole uh, basically knows he's got after he gets lifted up uh, from the huge knee strike. And just screams at Alistair Black to show him what he's got, and Alistair just absolutely destroys him. <laughs> it's so great. Yeah. It's a perfect Adam Cole moment, too. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Yeah, it's, you know, you're right. A great, you know, series of instant to end this thing. And um, I, I'll be honest with you, a little surprised they didn't try to bring out, you know, well, of course, we, we know sadly what's going on with Kyle O'Reilly and his mom passing, but. Yeah. Um, you know, you're just a little surprised you didn't have somebody coming out and trying to interfere uh, in this. Uh, they were banned from ringside. Oh, they were. Okay. Yeah. See, I forgot about that stipulation. So that makes all the sense in the world to me. So, yeah. I, And it makes sense, too, to keep Alistair Black rolling. He's the one with all the momentum. I feel like it'd be kind of lame for him to drop the undefeated streak here because he has yet to lose since he's shown up. I think Adam Cole is already so over uh, that he can basically take as many losses as you need him to, and suddenly he can just turn it around, I think, real quick with a couple wins, sort of like what they did with Johnny Gargano. So, Yeah, it's very, very true. And, you know, everybody still loves him. So. Yeah, exactly. Oh, boy. I mean, uh, th- I, th- these matches are really, really well done. Uh, you know, really loved seeing uh, Killian Dane last week, you know, win, even though, you know, it, it was in pretty dominant fashion. I uh, was still glad that he had a big matchup. Glad to see Alistair Black won this huge matchup. And I'm excited about the next two. The, the, these are so much fun to watch. Yeah. I mean, so you got Dane moving on. You got Gargano moving on. You got Black moving on. You got one more spot to fill. Uh, so that that should be great. I assume it's going to beat the week after next because next week, of course, is the much-awaited Pete Dunne-Tyler Bate match as well as the tag team titles on the line in Sanity and Bobby Fish, kyle O'Reilly. So I can't wait till it's next Wednesday, Gary. Is basically what I'm trying to say. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and that's great because we're going to have another bang up episode of NXT to talk about, right? So, exactly. oof, man. And then I'll probably be throwing into some of our Superstar of the Week on our Wrestling of the Mac shows. So right, those will be some great stuff, you know, to talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that wraps up our show, right, Paul? Uh, do it. All right, there you go, guys. So we appreciate everyone who's joined us tonight. We are about to get out of here. But before we do, I just want to remind you once again, the W2Mnet.com is the place where you go find all your great wrestling needs when it comes to podcasts. Trust me, there is not only this show and all the other great review shows that we have on the network, but we also have a regular episodes of Wrestling to the Max. And, of course, all our expanded family of wrestling podcasts that you don't want to miss. Trust me, lots of great 
content that I, I love to listen to my personal time every week so i know you will too and also don't forget to go subscribe if you haven't subscribed yet just go do it and the reason it is is because you'll get to have all these podcasts in your dock right when you want them as soon as we get done they get put there and you guys get to have it for your drive home for whenever you're working out whatever you do whenever you listen to podcasts it's right there you don't have to wait you don't have to search for us every time you want to listen to a podcast and don't forget to go hit that rate and review uh, because once you do that you know not only do we get a little bit more exposure for you to five stars but it also gives us an opportunity to reach out to other fans to make this show better for you guys and the comments definitely help that we love to hear your feedback and trust me every time we hear feedback we try to work into the show we try to make these shows better for everyone listening don't forget also to go give some big love to forwomanmania.com and last word on prowrestling.com both are great uh, websites with great articles and so go do that and also once again the w2m network is also another place you can go hit up and find everything over at w2mnet.com so there you go guys once again we'll see you next Wednesday. Uh, Until then, make sure you don't forget to go check out that Wrestling of the Max episode. It's going to be a dandy. We'll talk to you guys later. Have a good one, guys. The previous podcast has been an original W2Mnet.com production. For more great content like this, go to W2Mnet.com for the worlds of wrestling, video games, entertainment, and sports. From our family to yours, happy holidays and a Merry Christmas. 